Yo, what's good? This is Two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blurred. Welcome to Word to the Blurred with Two and Cal, episode 19. What's good? 19 episodes in, baby! What's going on, guys? Thank you for tuning in another week, and which brings another episode of Word to the Blurred, and we're going to keep the train rolling. Yo, big shout out to our pops, and if any of you guys ever listened to, I think it was like episode seven. Yeah. Um, Old man Johnny. Um, yesterday was his birthday, so normally we either drop or record on Monday, Sunday or Mondays, but today's a special Tuesday edition. We calling it the day after Pops Day. Um, you know, the big dog turned, well, we're not 62. Yeah, 62? Yeah, I believe 62. So the big, the big dog turned 62, so big shout out to the OG Blurred in Charge. Mr. John M. Cena. Yeah, shout out. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We love you, man. Yeah. All right. So what, what we got on the docket, bro? Um, First, we're going to talk about event updates. So as you guys know, our next event is going to be January 25th. Uh, the time we're leaning towards is maybe like 8.30 to like possibly midnight. We're looking to, to go a little longer with this one. Um, we're looking up uh, a venue this week, so hopefully this is the one we really want. So hopefully, if we could iron out this spot, we could really get things rolling. Yeah, so and definitely be on the lookout. We're gonna have some. Uh, we're gonna call some some of you guys out there that sell things or you know have uh, heard or do artwork. We want to tap into that and have you guys come sell your artwork or even showcase your artwork. Yeah, we, we would love that. Various vendors, we hope to be in attendance. And, uh, yeah, January 25th, more uh, more updates as soon as we get them, as soon as we iron out a location spot, which should hopefully be done before Thanksgiving. So uh, the goal is to have a venue picked up before Thanksgiving, you know, because once the holidays ramp up, things can get kind of hard to keep going. It's going to get so. dicey as a mug. No, for sure. But, okay. uh yeah, let's jump into our, I guess, our first official topic. So, uh, the Batman, the castings have been heating up. Getting ready to shoot in January, from what I'm hearing. And uh, we've got some more casting. So, Colin Farrell is in talks to play Penguin. I don't know while Andy Serkis is going to be Alfred, possibly going to be Alfred. So, usually when they say they're in talks, it means like it's, it's more than likely going to happen. So it looks like the, we may have our penguin and our Alfred. How do you feel about this, Tucson? So with Colin Farrell as the penguin, I just what are you gonna do? You gonna Gothamize it? You know, because penguin is a heavy set cat, and I don't see Colin Farrell just um, gaining all that weight and putting that man in a fat suit. And the penguin is short and stubby, not tall. You know what I mean? Although I I think they could probably modernize it or maybe ask him to put on a couple. A couple pounds, but who who knows? Honestly, who knows what's gonna happen? Uh, but I like it because it's not. It's kind of unexpected. I know a lot of people are talking about Jonah Hill for Penguin. I can see when, that. And when he didn't do it, um, I mean, people, no one would have thought. Sorry, guys, no one would have thought Colin Farrell would be the next logical choice. But I yeah, kind of like it because it's because it's a little off the wall and it's a little a little offbeat and off color. So I. I, I mean, things like that just kind of make me excited to see what the person is going to do or how the character is written and stuff like that. And Andy Serkis makes sense. I can see him being like a young, a younger Alfred. Kind of I mean, cool. I was really hoping for Pierce Bronson. That that rumor for Pierce Bronson, I was like, ooh, if that happens, yeah. I, I that heard, would be so yeah, great. It, it would be cool, but I heard it was never true. Damn. Like, he never spoke to anyone about it. 
but it would have been great to have him because that that would have been really really good. That would have been really that. dope, and just seeing how his Alfred would have played out. Like imagine him being like um just a smart alecky cat, like just how he did in James Bond. Yeah, you know I think it would be great. Yeah, but I, like I said, I think Andy Circus would be pretty good. I mean, he's worked with the director a, a bunch of times. The oh, so they have like a, a second hand. Yeah, they have a good it. relationship. And and it, it's good that Andy Circus gets more live action roles instead of like all the um, CGI. CGI stuff he does. Yeah. He was the Hobbit too, right? He Not was, the Hobbit. He was Gollum. He was Gollum. He was Caesar and all three of the Planet of the Apes movies. So he's done a lot of um, motion capture work, but he's he's actually a pretty good uh, actor and, and he just generally characters. Too. He's directed a couple films. He just uh, he got the new Venom movie. He's supposed to be directing Venom too. That's what I heard. Okay. So I don't know how we'll see how that works with him doing Venom two and then him being in this movie because I heard Venom two also shoots next year. So we'll see how they balance that out. But I think it's interesting castings that you know we'll see what happens. I'd like to see. The look of Penguin the most. I'm curious how they're going to do him. If they're going to follow suit with Gotham or maybe do some type of prosthetics or maybe the actor will gain some weight. But we'll see what happens with that. I think that I think that would be very exciting. Anything else? What do you, what do you think? Um, I'm just I'm trying to figure out who else they would they would try to cast because we already got um, Commissioner Gordon. We already have Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Well, and and if we I'm, get these two, I'm hearing the main villain is Riddler, with like the side villains being like Penguin, Firefly, and Catwoman's supposed to be like an antihero, but she's not really counted as the villains in the, in, in the film. And I'm hearing that Mad Hatter and Firefly. I mean, I heard Mad Hatter might make an appearance, and Firefly maybe make an appearance, just as like kind of like glorified cameo, just for action scenes. But I heard the main villains may just be. Um, Riddler and Penguin. I heard a rumor that they were trying to have Dick Grayson on the on the big screen after so long, but I was like, "How would you do that?" I heard what that, age? but I I don't I wouldn't like that. Maybe wait for sequels. Maybe in like a second or third film. Do I it. mean, you could have him in it, but you don't have to put him in the costume. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like towards the end, I think I yeah, but I think I would like this movie to establish this new Batman we're getting. And have that focus be on him in the story. And then in the sequel, if you want to introduce Dick Grayson, go for it. Because at least we know what kind of Batman we have. Because then when you introduce your Batman, you have to introduce, you have to give time to Dick Grayson if you're going to do that. So sure. it's, I, th- I would like to see sequels, but I wouldn't mind if they left hints about like the Flying Graysons or the circus and stuff like that. Just little Easter eggs and stuff like Just that. Just a little something. Not, yeah. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Just a little taste. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. So, again, this movie comes out in 2021, in the summer, I believe. I think it's June. And, uh, yeah, they should start filming first half of next year. So, if we, we'll see if we get some set pictures and shit like that. But I can't wait to see what the new Batmobile is going to look like. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I'm excited to see what the suit looks like. I hope they kind of keep in line similar to... Batman v Superman? Yeah, because I really love that superhero yeah, don't suit. Yeah, don't we, go back to black. Yeah, we've done the black and armored. We don't need to see that. Again, I would love for it to be more more comic book accurate, and even the way the suit is now in the comic books, that could it trans that could translate perfectly into a movie. Yeah, you know, so it's not like oh my god, it looks ridiculous. It's like no, that that could actually make sense and would look good 
in live action. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But I, I think I think they'll do something pretty traditional. I don't think we'll go back to the armor. I think, I don't know, I just have a feeling it's going to be a little more stripped down. Like, guess we'll have the gadgets, but he won't, like, solely rely on them. Yeah, because it's supposed to be like a noir. Yeah, like a Like how they're trying story, to do yeah. it. Um, Daniel Craig, James Bond, try to, to ease down on all the gadgetry and all that. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I'm excited. But yeah, our next, uh, our next topic, uh, Joker has just been declared the most profitable comic book movie of all time. I mean, and that makes sense. I mean, it's it has something for everyone. Not just if you're a comic book fan, but also if you're just a regular, you know, movie buff. You know, it's filmed in the style of Martin Scorsese and what what other movies did it borrow from? King of New York. Yeah, King um, King's of Comedy it borrowed from Taxi Driver. Uh a lot of Martin Scorsese movies and like those old school kind of seventies crime movies. Yeah, and if you're a fan of that, like it definitely has something for you. So, and I think there are a lot more Martin Scorsese fans than there are comic book fans right now. Yeah, and so seeing but, that, because and given the fact that he's been doing this for a long time, it would make sense that that would be such a profitable movie, given the fact that the shot in that style, and you're not only having, you know, those fans, but then you're having us, the you know, the regular comic book Joes that are like, oh, I'm with this. Yeah, but what also makes it such a profitable movie is because. Of how much money it made, it made nine hundred eighty-six point five million dollars, and it's on track to make a billion before Christmas. And based off a budget of fifty-five, between fifty-five and seventy million, which is what makes it the most profitable comic book movie of all time. Because a lot of these comic book movies are made for like one hundred and fifty, sometimes two hundred million dollars plus. And then if you include marketing, they spend hundreds of million dollars of marketing. Like Avengers Endgame, yes, it's like I guess the biggest movie of all time money wise, but it's actually not that profitable because Disney uh, actually fun fact took a loss on Avengers Endgame because of how much money they put into the budget and how much money they put into actually promoting the film. So when you factor that in and then you have to count ticket sales, how much you get back, it's almost like you kind of break even or you lose a little bit off the top. So while it is how well it did make a shit ton of movie at the box office. It didn't make that much money for Disney, which is it's which is interesting when you think about it. But yeah, Joker's on track to make a billion, and they made the movie for less than a hundred million dollars. So that's that's good. And what is the it, typical budget for a movie? Um, I mean, it depends what kind of movie it is. Like, I guess like because then you have independent movies. So I guess an independent movie, which isn't really played in like a lot of theaters could be like uh, anywhere between 500,000 to a million. And then you have like maybe like other movies, which could be like, I don't know, five to 10 million. Uh, it, I could get, it all depends on the movies, but comic book movies tend to be like between a hundred and like $200 million, which is a lot. And then they spend a shit ton more money to promote it. So it's, I mean, if you count the promotion money and then the budget money, you're probably spending close to $300, $400 million. So that's, and then that's how sometimes how they count the success of movies if if they get their budget back as well as the marketing budget. How, but how often does something like that happen though? What do you mean? Like you recover, you know, what you put out and then some. Um. In terms of comic book movies, it, I think it actually kind of happens often because all these movies make a billion dollars easily. So, but then there's sometimes that just break even, 
And then sometimes it's like, is it worth it to do a sequel? Do we, you know, do we pursue it? You know, things like that. But I mean, in terms of Joker, it it was made. I mean, they consider that a small budget between 55 and 70 million and just how much he gave back to them. So they made a hell of a profit. That's, that's, I think that's what deems it most profitable and successful was the profit they made off of it. So they made, I mean, they're going to make a billion dollars off this movie. So, and they yeah, made it for less than a hundred million. So they're, they're, they're good. The anytime, so. Exactly. Do you see them making a, a sequel? No, I don't think so. Just straight one I think, off. Yeah, I think a sequel will kind of ruin it. But I hope it makes Warner Brothers a little more daring and adventurous. Truly, you know, if they have, if a filmmaker comes with them with a good with a good vision, then I mean, they'll have no choice but to listen because I mean, the guy who directed Joker fucking came from the Hangover movies yeah. <laughs> in old school. So who would have thought that he would have made such a great movie like this? You know, but yeah, again, Joker's most profitable movie of all time. So. Shout out to Joker. But um, next up, Disney Plus and the Marvel shows. It was so, recently, uh, as you guys know, today's actually the 12th. So Disney Plus goes live today. Happy streaming day, guys. Yeah. So Kevin Feige recently said, I think this was last week, he was saying, you'll have to watch the Marvel shows on Disney Plus to stay up to date with uh, the movies because the Disney Plus shows are going to link up to the movies. So you're saying, you know, to really get the full, I guess, Marvel experience and to understand what's fully going on in the universe now, you have to watch both. And I, I mean, I kind of think it's unfair because, you know, there are casual fans that just go see Marvel movies, but they're not like, oh my God, I got to download Disney Plus. I got to keep up to date with all the Marvel shows. You know what I mean? They're just people who just genuinely just like, oh, you know, I'm going to check out Captain America. I'm going to check out Endgame, you know? Someone that's followed these movies in theaters, but it doesn't necessarily want to pay the money to have the Disney streaming service and then have to watch all of these shows. I mean, granted, all of these shows are going to be six episodes, so it'll be easy to binge that's watch it. great, though. Yeah. Well, we, we haven't seen them yet, though. Oh, come on. It's Marvel. It's, I mean, yeah. you shouldn't always base it off of that because they did put out Iron Fist, but still. Yeah. Well, again, we'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's necessarily fair, and I think it could alienate audiences. But then again, Disney is king, so we'll see what happens. So I have I have a couple things. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, like my brother said, today is the streaming day and, you know, opening day for Disney+. Plus. Um, throughout Twitter and even on our nerd group, shout out to Geek and Nerd Proportions. Um, you know, everybody's talking about it. So for instance, I made, I put a post and I put, Hey family. So I have a question for the Disney plus users. Is it worth it? Would you guys recommend getting it? I love the fact that I can watch the Marvel movies and stuff and that stuff warms my heart. But what about the special features? Hell, we all brought the DVDs and all that. I just want to know if it's worth it. So my thing is like, all oh, the special know, have they said the special features are on there? No, there's no special features. Nah, so, but that's my it. point. There's um, and you guys, if you guys have been listening, you you know that when Khalid and I get movies and things like that, we look for the special features, the documentation of how things are being made. So currently, I have this app called Movies Anywhere, where any movie I buy, I can watch the special features, which is why I love that app so much. And, um, you know, I like the fact that I can go to one place and get all the Marvel movies I want or watch all the Star Star Wars movies I want or all the Star Wars content that's going to be on there. So, for instance, The Mandalorian just came out today. And, well, I'm going to let Khalid tell you guys about that portion. But 
Um, I'm just, I'm kind of on the fence about it. I, I like the fact that Disney Plus has all the cartoons that we grew up with. Right. You know, Darkwing Duck, Gargoyles, fucking DuckTales, all dog DuckTales. Bro. Yeah. And like it's, it's got, like a hurricane. Yeah. That was my and shit. All, and all the uh, X-Men old, stuff too. Old X, all the old Marvel comp, all the old X, all the old Marvel superhero shows are on there as Fantastic well. Fantastic Four. Yeah. Iron X-Men, Man. Iron Man. It's all on there. So it's, it's like there is something for me on there or for us on there. And it's like I'm. they have a seven-day free trial. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. On I know. Thing. So think about it like this, but though, the casual movie-going audience. So like we're we're what's deemed, uh, this is, I don't know if you heard the term, but inside baseball. So all this stuff about like sci-fi and comic book stuff, it's, it's pandering to us and we love that stuff. Mm-hmm. But the average person who's just like, think about like maybe – Mommy Niar or Niar, she doesn't. She's not necessarily into that stuff. But she's like, I'll go see the Marvel movies. But she and she she generally understands it. But she's not gonna be like, I gotta watch the Disney Plus stuff. You know what I mean? So how do you think about like when you're coming from the standpoint of like the the casual moviegoer? Do you think that could alienate them because if they don't watch Bucky and the the Winter Soldier and WandaVision and all this stuff, and then if they're dropping Easter eggs and little things that were in those shows that are going to be in the movies. But then also the same argument could be said about the people that the casual movie watcher, that's not the comic mm-hmm. book person. How many times have those people have gone into those movies nah. and there's mad Easter eggs for people that's that different the though. comic books? That's that's Because you could still understand it but you don't have to... It got the, the Easter eggs. Dog. We could just You could just read up and see what happens. You're talking about... But, you're talking about um, doing the... For Arrow, watching like the the recap, you can do a recap off that. Yeah, but again, I just like Easter eggs are different than like something directly linking up to a TV show to a movie. You know what I mean? Mm. Like a like so if you have one storyline in Wandavision, and then it goes into Doctor Strange, but you never saw Wandavision, you you wouldn't get it and you wouldn't understand. You know what I mean? That's not an Easter egg. That's like a direct storyline. The fuck? And you know what I mean? That's like a direct. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, obviously, I think from what I'm hearing, what I've been reading, I think everyone and their mother is going to download Disney Plus, but I don't think that'll be a, a problem because Disney and is at the top of the fucking hill right now. <laughs> so it won't be a big problem for them. No, but here's the thing. Um, what was I going to say? Now they're making it so you can put the the app on ten different devices. Yeah. So what it sounds like is like um, you can kind of give out your password. So, uh, but that's that's the thing because they're also making software where that's not possible. Oh, I think they said that you could possibly have four people on it. I'm not sure because I've I've read so many things, but then we just watched something on the news where they were talking about it. We could like have up to four different people on your thing. But I, I I don't know, because I'm also hearing that they don't want you just giving it out. You know what I mean? I think like maybe they'll cut it off with four people. So if like my name's on it, your name's on it, Nyar and Pop, you know, it won't be like, oh, uh, John won't be able to get it or, you know, Ryan or, you know, shit like that. You know, they won't, you know what I mean? But I mean, so, so I mean. that being said, for all my peoples that got the Disney Plus and want to, you know, let me and Khalid Test that out a little bit. Just test drive it. You know, we'll delete the password and all that. But, you know, just let us test drive it a little something. Yeah, let's see what it's like, you know? You know, I'll let you know but if it's worth it. Again, <laughs> I, I still don't think I'm going to download it. 
Because I just, I mean, all the Marvel movies you pretty much have on all movies everywhere yeah. with the special features. Um, I'm pretty sure if I looked hard enough, I could probably find X Men Evolution somewhere to watch. Um, I'm pretty, you know, like I said, I think I'll download it next year, maybe the end of next year, when they start streaming on all the Marvel shows and there's more Star Wars shows coming out. Yeah, but other than that, I'm just, I'm not really. Get everything else. Yeah. But although I was thinking about, because they said all the, the vintage Disney movies I was on there, and I was thinking about the Mighty Duck. Ooh, I was thinking about Robin Hood. First Kid. Oh, shit. I and I was thinking kid. about, um, what else was it? Was Blank Check a Disney movie? I don't know. I think it was. But uh, yeah, and I was thinking about Blank Check, Max Keeble's Big Move, just a lot of those movies. Damn. I was like, you know, I wouldn't mind Keeble! watching, I wouldn't mind watching <laughs> those. Even like fucking um, damn, what was it? I wouldn't mind watching. Were you with the Beaver? That was my dream too. That was a good one. But you know what I was thinking about? Um, Aladdin, King of Thieves. That was my movie. That's a good one. I wouldn't mind watching. That I would again. watch that again. Yeah, yeah. So thirty and would so, check out Aladdin. Yeah. So like, like kind of actually thinking about those, and then you get all the new Disney movies that are that have that have been in theaters this past year, straight to the streaming service. So, but again, we'll see what happens. You know. Yeah, let's Damn. let's let's switch gears. So we're gonna go into our movie of the week and our comic book of the week. So Tucson, start us off with our comic book of the week. So for our comic book of the motherflipping week, I'm gonna go with the Flash Rebirth. Now the Flash Rebirth was written by Jeff Johns. Um, this was to bring Barry Allen back post crisis. Um, and for you guys on that don't know, Barry Allen originally passed away in the 1985 crisis of infinite earths, which is also going to be a CW special in December and January. So, uh, with Jeff Johns did, he found a way to bring Barry back and use him in a great way and use that. I would say that that book was the jumping off point for the new 52. And even in terms of rebirth also. So it's a very good thing. And it's, uh, I'm very excited about that book. And it was a very good time when it came out. Cause I think it came out 20, 2006, seven. Mm-hmm. I want to say, and I remember how excited dad was when he came back home with the first issue and we was reading it like, Oh shit, they brought Barry Allen back. Like, let's see how this is going to go. And just see, and um, what's funny is that the TV show borrows elements from that comic book. So like Barry being murdered by professor zoom, um, you know, Flash Day, the Flash Museum, all of that, all those things were there in the comic book, but more present in Jeff John's book. And what about you? What do you got for movie of the week? week, so, week. Movie of the week. I got this movie called Watermelon Man, which is directed by um, Melvin Van Peebles. It came out in. That's the cat that did Sweet Sweet Badass, and he did. Um, yeah, and his son is Mario Van Peebles. It came out in the '60s, I believe. Let me let me double check for you guys right now. I want to say late '60s, early '70s. Yeah, it's this movie. It's this movie about um this man, who I mean it's it's a he, he's a black man, but he's he's in white face, which is kind of funny. So he plays this white man that wakes up black and uh his his whole family is is white you know they're like blonde hair blue eyes and he wakes up as a black man with an afro and (laughs) he sort of has to readjust his life and 
figure out what to do next as a <laughs> in his new life as a black man. So he, you know, he starts to view things a little differently, you know, because he was kind of. Um, was he a I racist? guess he he was kind of a racist, but he was he was I would say he was almost more ignorant than racist. Like in the movie, he was friendly towards black people, but he would just make dumb jokes or just like, "Ugh, come on!" But he he wakes up black, and he spends the whole movie trying to become white again. So he tries to lay in a, a bath full of milk. He literally pours milk on himself to try and turn white again. He tries to do some type of voodoo stuff. And then he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to live my life as a black man. <laughs> so uh, it's 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 a funny movie. And it's also, I think it's also way before its time. It came out 1970, uh, May 27th, 1970. Um, it's just a, a fantastic movie. So the main actor's name is Godfrey Cambridge. He's a comedian and he plays a lead role. And it's 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 a great movie. It's like I said, it's funny. Um it's how would I even describe it? But it's, it's worth checking out. Like I remember watching this and just thinking how provocative it was and how far they were going on and the topics they were discussing. You know, for it coming out in 1970. I mean, that's that's also the time you had the civil rights, civil rights movement was at its height. But just seeing a movie like that was really good. I've never seen something like that at all, and I I loved it. I still love it, and I still check it out. But uh, please, guys, if you can check out Watermelon Man. With Godfrey Cambridge, I, I you won't regret it. It's a really good movie, a really good movie. But uh, jumping next, we got some news yesterday that uh, Titans got a season three. Yeah, so all right, before I think there's about two episodes left in the season. Twelve this year, yeah, twelve and thirteen. And uh, before those episodes come out, we got word that a season three is official. I, I like that. I think it shows that DC Universe has confidence in the show because last time we had to wait like maybe a month or two. To hear back yeah. and see if he was going to get a season two. Yeah. But then with everything that was going on with Swamp Thing and you yeah. know, things of that nature, I could see why things in the DCU was <laughs> yeah, uncertain. I think, I think they did this for fans because um, – I, yeah, I think they did this for fans just because, um, like, again, going back to Swamp Thing, people were pissed how they did Swamp Thing. And I think, like I said, Titan Season 2 has really turned the corner on the show. It's a really good show. Although these these last maybe one or two episodes, I haven't really been feeling, but still a fantastic season so far, and I won't let that ruin the season I just wish they put me. fucking Nightwing yeah, I, and on I, the again, screen. Again, I just feel like we're going to end up getting him in the suit the last episode and I'm going to be so pissed. Like, come on. All this character <laughs> like, development. I'll probably end up watching the last episode like five times. Mm-hmm. Like, Just to see the glory of the suit. Yeah. But uh, Titan season three is coming. And they actually, uh, another more news, they started filming Doom Patrol season two. They started shooting that this week. And uh, that should be coming out what, around maybe springtime or sometime next summer. For season two of Doom Patrol, so uh, yeah, and I think we should have Stargirl soon. I feel like Stargirl is gonna come on CW real soon. No, not CW. Yeah, they said it was this bad. No, it's DC Universe. Oh, so they're putting it back on DC Universe. It was never going to CW. But they said that they was gonna edit certain clips and make it whatever to make it all CW, so they could put it on there. I heard nothing like that. Yeah, I had to look for it. But no, um, unless it's an official thing said by DC Universe and CW, 
Because, I mean, they have to announce this shit. They can't just do it. I could have sworn you and I talked about it. You sent it to me, but I didn't really read it because I kind of knew it was fake. Because sometimes these websites just say shit. But, uh, yeah, no, because that's, as far as I know, that's still coming to DC Universe. And I think that'll be on, like, February or March. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I would love to see new shows. I wonder what other shows they could do. I would love to have a spinoff Nightwing show. That's one. I would love to see what this Green Lantern show is going to look like. Um, but on DC Universe, what other shows would you want to do on DC Universe? Hmm. Honestly, I would love to see an Outsiders. You get if you want to make it in continuity. I don't. I think they should if they do that or just try to do anything with Batman in general. I think they should recast. I think it should be a, a solo show. I don't think it should be a team one. I mean, because we technically already have two team shows. True. Okay. And from so, what I'm hearing about Stargirl, they're going to include a lot of members of the JSA. So that sounds like it could be another team show. So, okay. I would love to see like a question kind of TV show, like a really noir kind of mystery thing. Okay. I could go you with know, that. You know, really like sh- stopping street level bad guys and shit like that. And like, you know, I think that'd be cool. I would love to see a Red Hood. Yeah. They got to build up to that. I think they got to do like maybe with Titans, yeah, two, two more. more. With him, and then do a red hood. But uh, we'll figure it out. No, but yeah, for sure, guys. We're running out of time, but we just wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening. Keeping, keep rocking out with us. Keep, um, you know, spreading the word of the word to the blurred. And um, we hope you guys enjoy listening to us as much as much as we enjoy entertaining you. So this is two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blur, baby. Word to the Blur with two and Cal episode nineteen. Thank we you guys you. for tuning in. Much love. Take care.